Welcome to the Wilmington Chambers podcast, your source for in-depth information about critical issues facing businesses in southeastern North Carolina. I am Natalie English. I'm president and CEO of the Wilmington Chamber. The Chamber is a nonprofit association of business owners, and we come together to advocate to help them connect to the resources that they need to develop leadership in our community and to uh, offer over 100 events every year for our members to participate in. Uh, welcome. We are back for a second episode with regard to New Hanover County's strategic economic development, economic mobility report that has been recently released to the public. And so I'd like to introduce to you all Jennifer Rigby, who is Chief Strategy Officer for New Hanover County. Thank you for having me, Natalie. And Robin Spinks, a Chamber Board Member with Greenfield Development. Nice to be here. Thank, Thank you. you. And my colleague, um, Josh Hollingsey, who helps to lead our economic development work at the Chamber. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you all for being here. Jennifer, let's uh, recap again. Um, so what we've done and maybe give a little bit of that, that highlight, if you would, uh, again, for folks who might not have tuned in the first time we gathered, just for some of those successes from the previous economic development strategy that we created in our community and to where we are today. Yeah, great. Thank you. So previously, we had an economic development strategy. It was conducted in 2014 by Jay Garner and Associates. And um, that uh, economic development study really called out a lot of recommendations around product development and infrastructure development. And we've accomplished a lot in that space. We've extended water and sewer at 421. We've also um, developed a business park out at Blue Clay Road. And so we're working towards creating the products so that businesses can grow and expand here. Um, also, so that new businesses can come to, to this community. And so we've had a lot of great success with that. Um, we've also done a lot of advocating around film industry, and so we've had a lot of good success with that recently. Over the past two years, we've had a lot of good announcements with, with films coming back to our community, which has been great. Um, so we've had a lot of great successes. Um, we've also experienced a lot since uh, 2014, of course, with Hurricane Florence. And I know, Natalie, we were on the phone constantly trying to figure out during Hurricane Florence how to support our businesses and how to make sure that we were um, being responsive and, and helping them as they recover. Um, also, with with COVID-19, we, we spent a lot of time <laughs> with that as well. And so... Um, we got to see each other on a video screen then. That no, wasn't exactly. just the, on the phone. Yes, quite frequently. And <laughs> And COVID has changed everything in terms right. of business. I mean, sure. It really has just really changed the way business is, is done and, and the sure. impacts that it had. Well, all the teleworking that's being done, I know at the county we've got, um, gosh, I think it's about 30% of our workforce that is teleworking now. And wow. so um, it has changed a lot of business processes and practices. So all that to say, it was the right time for us to refresh our strategy and really kind of double down and, and figure out what we've done, how we've been successful and and where we need to go for the future super 
Robin, you've been in the economic development world in many different roles in your career. Long time. You've got lots of <laughs> lots of different perspectives which you get to bring to our community. And you said before many times I've heard you say how interesting this project was because you were at home uh, working on that and the challenges and the, and the opportunities that that presented. Um, we'd love to hear from you today about the trends that you see uh, in economic development. What are you encouraged by uh, in for the future of our community, uh, things that we're, we're getting right? Um, well, let me start by saying that um, some, of the, some of the things that we found in terms of trends particularly that were interesting was that we have a very unbalanced economy here. And because of that, we felt like we needed to regrow the middle mm -hmm. to show the opportunities. And I said a lot about that the last time, so I won't go into the details, but that's one of the reasons why we together determined to name this economic mobility so that we, there would be a pathway for lower income workers to be to become higher income workers, not just to get a raise at where they are, but to actually improve themselves. Um, I, I can't say enough about COVID and the things that happened with COVID that really changed. So we had remote working that you just mentioned, which has significantly boosted the population here. Mm -hmm. I, I, I can give you one stupid example about I live at the beach and my internet went to nothing about two weeks after <laughs> COVID started because everybody who was second home yeah. came and brought their children and they're all, everybody's mm -hmm. on the internet. Yeah. Fortunately, it was fixed quickly, but um, the great resignation really happened. Uh, a lot of people were at home re working remotely and decided, hey, I, this is time for me to do something different. We've seen business registrations in North Carolina double between, uh, the number double from 2018 to 21. So, you know, the actual number of them in between is even more. And, um, so uh, there's a ton of opportunity for Josh to go out there and find these folks who have moved here and are starting all these new businesses. Um, in addition to, you know, but it also created some issues about labor participation. Mm -hmm. And so because they quit their job and started their own business, they don't necessarily show up right. as an employee. So um, it makes our data look a little unusual to see that's down. But we our our labor force is actually growing because the population's growing. It's just the participation rate has has gone down. The supply chain disruption, which everybody has seen, has created some really significant opportunities for us mm -hmm. as a port and as a manufacturing center. So, uh, we some really interesting data along those lines. ThomasNet, which is the company that uh, is the information hub for manufacturers primarily, surveyed their companies in North America that had facilities overseas. 83% of them intend to bring that work back wow. to the United States. 83%. Wow. It's huge. So we looked very carefully at what were the top 25 imports and exports in and out of North Carolina. What commodities were they? What sectors were they? Those are great opportunities mm -hmm. that we know are going to happen. And Thomas Nett told us also, you know, which types of things we're going to be, we're going to be reshored. So all of those, uh, we're growing, and because we're growing, the land is getting eaten up, and so we've got to really think extremely long term mm -hmm. about promoting uh, or. or 
protecting, I guess would be a better word, the industrial opportunities and the commercial land that we have. It's, mm-hmm. it's very little left. It would be so easy for us to s- start overbuilding homes. Mm-hmm. Not that mm-hmm. there's a chance we could overbuild homes in our community right now as fast as we're growing and as many people who need access to homes and do that instead of the uh, protecting the mm-hmm. current industrial and commercial land that we have would be a detriment to our tax base. Um, it's a it's a win right in in local government circles to have significant uh, commercial and industrial tax base to, to balance what you have to charge your citizens for property taxes and things like that. All right. So it's um, anyway those are sort of the primary trends that we saw that impacted that impacted the report. Uh, there, there are lots of other details, but those are the main things. So um, again, um, it, during Florence, actually it goes back to 2016 when I interviewed for this opportunity and the search <laughs> committee was very interested in work that I had been a part of in Charlotte around existing business. and. Uh, in conversations during Florence, uh, elected officials would ask, how many businesses have we lost? And the only answers I could give them were, I can tell you how many chamber members I've lost and how many of those Mm -hmm. is because they went out of town. But we don't have an existing business retention and expansion program in the county. And so then again, uh, when the pandemic hit, we had those same conversations. And um, and so that's one thing I think that we are doing better now. What are, is what else would you say? I need to say something about that. I really need to say something about that <laughs> and thank the county for fixing it. Because over time, um, the econ- we have several economic development organizations, WBD and the Chamber and Downtown and the Tourism Group. And the county uh, fixed the problem by WBD is the primary economic development organization, as we talked about earlier, that goes after the big projects. And so that's obvious. But as a result, because there wasn't anybody really paying attention to the smaller ones, there was a lot going unrecognized. And so by creating a, a place for the chamber and the WBD to have a line of demarcation and know who does what and really focus on what you do best. WBD is the best around for project management. They really are. But the chamber is where the advocacy needs to happen so the community knows what needs to be done and to take care of their existing businesses and particularly the small ones and help them grow. So the fact that y'all put the money uh, in the right places to make that happen, I think, is a, a really important thing. And, and obviously, downtown and tourism also are, are significant marketing opportunities uh, for tourists to say, hey, I want to come here and maybe I want to bring my business and stay here. Well, and, and to clarify, it wasn't only the demarcation, but also the investment so Absolutely. that we could bring in very qualified, experienced economic developer. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, and yeah. from the county's perspective, it was all about capacity building, right? Yes. You know, we have great economic development partners here in this mm-hmm. community. And um, we realized um, during COVID, during F- Hurricane Florence, we just needed more capacity. 
And so it's and cooperation, really, yes. which is great now. Yes. It really works great. Right. Really leveraging all of our resources and growing, mm-hmm. growing our capacity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's one of the fun things about a chamber of commerce. We're, we're often seen as the front door for, for small business. Mm-hmm. It's where usually someone that's new to the community or someone that's trying to learn a little bit about a specific opportunity will, will, will plug into a chamber. It's just the natural funnel mm-hmm. for, for small business primarily. And so it's been a great launching point for for our initiative on the small business side, but also just being able to be proactive now, mm-hmm. reach out to um, non-chamber members uh, because we need them engaged. We need their leadership in the community. when um, we really need their feedback on things that are going right and things that uh, need improvement. So it's been it's been a great um, opportunity for us to expand those services. And the coordination goes even as far as website. So one of the recommendations, which y'all have already gotten started, which I think is great, is a website that that both, all the organizations sort of feed to, and then it then it feeds out. And because so many places, the chamber is the main economic development organization in other parts of the country. They're you know it's structured a lot of different ways, and so but everybody's got a chamber. And so if you're especially if you're not working with a site consultant, the first place you're going to ask is the chamber, and then y'all can be the front door, as you said to pass it to the appropriate folks. And that, I, I just think that's same data, using common data, it's gonna be great. We'll work well. It will, it will, absolutely. Um, so Josh, let's talk a little bit more about business retention and expansion. Um, if you could maybe just um, give us a, a, a quick snapshot. We won't have time to go into it in great detail for this show, we'll hold it for our next episode, but if you can give a little introduction to tease everybody with. Yeah, so I think the the, the, the core of, of any economic development strategy is really that business retention mm-hmm. opportunity. It's where you can reach out to your, your business owners, have personal, confidential conversations about their business, what they're seeing, what, what they're, what's maybe keeping them up at night um, more often than not. Um, and so that's really been my charge over the last, um, I guess it's been about six or seven months uh, here on the ground here in Wilmington, is reaching out, building those relationships with those small businesses um, in New Hanover County uh, that are already here, already made that decision to, to locate mm-hmm. here, um, and, and try to get an understanding of what, what those challenges are. A lot of it is capital, so finance, um, you know, being able to, to access uh, funding when they're looking at expansion. Workforce is obviously top of mind for everybody right now, and I think it's been discussed um, in, in prior podcasts, but um, we, with with everybody having more choices or more opportunities, um, everybody's clamoring around, you know, how to, how to retain top talent, how to, how to grow and prepare for the next generation of, of talent. So um, trying to make those connections with some of our workforce partners, Cape Fear Community College, UNCW, has been um, you know a, a lot of fun for me because that's really the the cutting edge of economic development I think is that labor side. Um, it's the biggest problem for everybody mm-hmm. everywhere yep. in this yep. United States of yep. America, and it's a demographic issue. Yes it. it is. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. And then also leading into the product development side, and maybe beyond just the retaining of existing companies and and helping build that relationship and that network is. Um, going out and calling on companies that would be a great fit for Wilmington, um, being strategic and targeted, so going after fintech and some of the, the those those niche um, sectors that we think have a lot of opportunity here. Um, but also on the product development side, and I think Jennifer and, and the county have done a lot of work on this in the past, but um, product development is is, is limited, um, obviously in a smaller county, uh, geography-wise, 
Um, so trying to be um, on on the tip of the spear and trying to you know plan infrastructure investments, uh, but also having conversations around land use and where things can go and not go. And those are all fun and interesting conversations to be a part of. But they're 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 headaches for small business when when their core business is just trying to generate revenue and and deliver great service. You know the product development, real estate, um, can sometimes be. Um, be an issue that, that they just aren't focused on until it's a priority. And, and, that, and that's where I think the chamber, uh, working with our partners at WDI and WBD, can, can be very impactful. Thanks, Josh. We're going to dive into a little bit more detail, some of the um, interesting projects that Josh has had the opportunity to work on already, and then um, have a conversation again with you ladies about our economic mobility strategy here in New Hanover County. So that's all the time we have for today. I'm Natalie English, President and CEO of the Wilmington Chamber, and this podcast is your source for in-depth information about the critical issues facing our business community. Thank you.